pressure has been applied. Every day, making waves the tidal wave Known in almost every state Letting my name circulate Had no style from the age Take some advice from my page Trust me, y'all don't know What it do, we are the Yes, sir, thanks for tuning in yet again And uh, we have a special guest in the building today We got Mariah Nicole Oh, wait, I got mine Right, just give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. I'm a little rusty. I'm just my first day back here, guys. Um, it's okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old <laughs> <That was> school. <laughs> Appreciate you stopping by. Um, so here at the common interview, I start things off asking you to hit us with a rewind. That's when you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in music, your brand, and how you got here today. Mm -hmm. Um. So my name is Maria Nicole, and um, uh, bring the mic closer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hello. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my name is Mariah Nicole. Um, I'm from here in Houston, Texas. And um, yeah, I've been singing my whole life, really. Okay. Um, just finally started to take it serious um, maybe two years ago, but released my first project last year. Um, and yeah, just having a lot of fun, ready to take over. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, um,. Tell us about your project you dropped. Um, so I dropped a single. It's called Fantasy Girl. Okay. And um, it's a little off, a little off brand for me because uh, it's kind of like a toxic, a topic, a toxic song. Um, You're not toxic on a regular. No, not at all. Okay, um, I, I believe when I see it. I despise okay. it. Really? Yeah, I don't like that. Like, I'm not like I don't. I'm fun. I'm not boring, but. Mm -mm. You can't be fun and not be toxic. That's not true. Aww. It's just like, well, I wouldn't even say this is toxic. I would say it's just down right. Why do I think it's I just think it's down bad. Um, it's basically like praising infidelity. You know, she don't get nothing. I just love it. I'm not like that. So. But that's fun though. I know, exactly. See, yeah. I do. Okay, I see you. That, that is fun. Okay, you're trying to kind of fit in with the times that's going on in the climate right now? Mm -hmm. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. So, um, so uh, would you say the music you, you would prefer to make is more like love songs? Or just more uh, what? <laughs> I usually make songs like sad songs. Okay. Like yeah, love songs, yeah, obviously, but sometimes I do my feelings. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love the sad music. That's yeah. that should give me hype. Um so, yeah, because uh what was one of your songs? I can't remember. It was either It was harder was it was that one the one we was talking about your uh your ex was kind of manipulating you or something yeah. like that? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, can you elaborate on that a little bit for us and like just the whole process of creating that song? Um, see, it's kind of weird with that song. Like, it's not so much about because I've only been in um, like two serious relationships. Right. And the last one, I guess it motivated the song more than the, the relationship before that one. Um, 
And basically that song is just like, I took pieces from the relationship and put it into the song. Even pieces from my friends and my family's relationships. So it wasn't solely about him. Okay. It was just basically everything that I've seen throughout my life, like with, within relationships. But he has some stuff in there. And like even before I, even before I released it, I told him I was like, "Hey, I'm about to drop this song. You know, it's gonna be, you know, you're the recent boyfriend for those." He was like, "No, please use me, use me." I'm like, okay. "I feel that, yeah, that's yeah. dope. Future, right? <laughs> okay, that's dope, that's dope." Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, with your latest project, um, the single "Fancy Girl," um, what? Is that part of a, a bigger project? That's just a single you dropped over right now. Just a single. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing a single. Um, Taking a single strategy route. right now. Got you. Okay. Very, very smart. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. That is smart. Okay. So, do we, are we gonna get any different kind of vibes from you? Like, you still are you, are you preferred still staying the same lane? You gonna get no, a, I'm doing everything. Oh, everything. See, like yeah. with me as an artist, I don't. I'm not like you know. When you're sad, sometimes you wanna listen to like. Mm. Or when you're like trying to dance with some Chris Brown, right. I kind of like I don't stay in one realm. Like I like to just whatever's on my mind at the moment. I'm like, I'm gonna talk about this. Okay, cool. So it's gonna be a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Who's um who's some of your influences? Oh, Beyonce, Rihanna, Stevie Wonder. Um, I like Drake. I I try to stay off of that whole like I'm not saying he's like a hype beast rapper. But it's Drake. <laughs> so people usually be ready to hear like, oh, Drake was my favorite rapper. I've actually gotten a lot of influence from Drake. Like his interludes or even like his his writing for songs where he had female singers sing his yeah. lyrics for him. Like, I've gotten some ideas from him. Yeah, it's Drake. definitely dope. He, mm-hmm. he can't, you have to get a little bit from him, but I, I feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the second person that we had uh, that uh, had that. Mm-hmm. But, um, so... With you um, being in the music industry, uh, how, you said you've been big, like making art music seriously for like the past two years mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So how have you like, I guess, maneuvered through it, and what uh, what difficulties have you had as a woman maneuvering through the industry? Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, that's good. Thank you. So <laughs> I've heard that a lot. I like that. <laughs> so I mean. So when I started last year, when I first dropped my project, um, well, my project, my first single, um, I, it was around the time I moved back to Houston because I was living in New York. Okay, and is that where the accent is coming from? Because you got a little bit of accent somewhere. And I was like, you from Houston, but I was like, hmm, he's in the Bronx? No, it's, at? I was, it's actually kind of funny. Um, so my, <laughs> I have two siblings, my sister and my little brother, they're both half Mexican. And my stepdad is Mexican. I've been raised, so but it intertwines okay. a lot. It's yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. People always point that out. It's really weird. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, when I first shot that single, uh, you know, people was people are still basically on the, the rap wave, but in Houston it was like crazy because a lot of rappers were coming out around mm-hmm. that time. So it was hard to get people to even like look my way mm-hmm. to really like listen to me. And after I dropped, what was it, my third song, Come and See Me, I believe, that's, I started to get a little bit of buzz, like mm-hmm. a little bit, um, but people weren't still really, like, budging, like, and when they were, it was on some, like, on some, like, weirdo stuff, 
Like, can you, can you just like a slight example or something like that? Like some, I've gotten invited to like come quote unquote record a track, not a track, like a little small verse or come to a writing session at like 2 a.m. Because like, you know, that's what some, that's what artists do. Yeah. So I would come and I'll just be in there watching them smoke weed and like, then be like, you know, you trying to grow up or something. I'm like, I came to <laughs> like it'll be stuff like that or you know yeah. some guys give you weird vibes um and it wasn't really until i met patrick mm-hmm. my manager who's like really helped me like climb the ladder of like the rocks to see if that's like a lot I've, i'm doing pretty good now you know okay he's helped me a lot that's dope mm-hmm. so patrick let's let's touch on you for a little bit okay. so how how did you meet Mariah and get started managing her? Man, I, I love this story. You know? <clears throat> so, I worked with an artist named Keishon at first. So, okay. And uh, we're looking for, he's from Austin, but mm-hmm. how about staying in Houston? So, I was like, hey, if we're trying to work together, like, we got to like start working in Houston. So, he was like, so he, he started coming out here. And one day I was like, hey, yo, like, uh, we got to like get you to that next level. So, let's start looking for like you know, ways we can like network with other people. Mm-hmm. So, Adrian, our producer, uh, that we work with, I was like, hey, yo, like, you know, any like email artists that are like gonna go crazy or gonna like match his sound, and uh, he sent me uh, Mariah, and uh, I gave her songs to listen. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, I'm, I'm feeling it, not her heart, heart in the case. I'm like, you know, my heart. I'm like, oh, she, she got something going. Then uh, so I heard her, I was like, hey, yo, like we got a studio session, uh, like fly through. So she comes in. Uh, we're writing a brand new song, um. And Keishon at that time, he was like, we hopped in the studio for like, a, it was like a four hour session or something like that. And uh, we spent like the first two hours like working on his part. And Mariah was sitting there like, you know, like writing her notes, driving it down there. And like, you know, she was just quiet, you know, right. you know what I'm saying? And it'd it be the quiet one that when they, when they, <laughs> when they said, to the exactly, like going crazy. exactly. <laughs> so uh, everybody was just vibing and all that stuff. Then we're like, hey, oh, like Mariah, like you, you want to hop in? Mm-hmm. So she's like, bet. So she just goes to the studio session. It's like four of us in there right now. And um, once she starts singing, everybody just stops, starts staring like, yo, like this, this is something special. Right. And like from that day, I was like, hey, like, like we really can take this to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, like whatever you need from me, like I, I wholeheartedly believe in this. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got what it takes. Every, every, everything we can work with. So uh, from that day on, I just put my head down. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hustle it out, and we gonna, we, we gonna take, we gonna take it off. We gonna take it off. Okay, okay, that's dope, that's dope, love to see it. All right, so um, with that being said, Mariah, uh, how do you feel, because you were talk, talking about a little bit how when you first kind of came out, it was um, hard to get a buzz going because of so many rappers. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's because people feel like there's no good R&B out right now? No, I feel like people are just lazy and they're not no one wants to actually sit down and give it a listen. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot. People complain about, like, how R&B is nowadays. It's always going to change. Rap changed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's no R&B. I miss all that. <laughs> listen, to, listen, to the, listen to the artists, you know, the R&B artists that are out right now, and you'll see, like, because now a lot of rappers are collabing, even though they've done it before, but even, like, you know, local rappers, or trap, whatever you call them, are um, collabing with the R&B artists. Mm-hmm. Like, just give, just listen, 
you know, I remember when LMA came out with Buddha, they were all, all rapping and they were all on that one. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's out there. Right, so, right. No, I feel that. Mm-hmm. That's um, what I was about to say. Um, oh, yeah, no, that's definitely, um, like, back in the day, that was the formula. Like, it was like, okay, you're the rap artist, R&B artist, it's a verse, R&B artist with a hook, there's another verse, hook, and then an R&B singer might do something at the end, whatever. Do you know how many rappers had Cisco on their music? No, I'm saying, like, <laughs> no. people, yeah, oh, everybody's on. Yeah, no, for real. It's not, it's not, it's not any different now. Yeah, no, for real. It, it really isn't, it's, I, I don't know, I listen to... Like, I love hip hop and rap and everything, but R&B is my shit. Like, that's when I get into my bag. Like, I listen to different people, and, and I've heard most people say like, "Oh, it's no good R&B out right now." I'm like, I miss the old shit, and it's like, bro, you're not, you know, listening. Like, like, it's a lot of good artists right now. Like, like, Lucky um, Day, Sir, Money Long. Um, listen to Snow, Snow Lager. Snow Lager, Clean okay. Soul. Like, there's so many. Y'all are just, y'all just waiting for future money back to drop something. Listen to something else. No, for real. It's a, it's a lot of good people out there. So, with that being said, uh, which one of these, if you have to choose, like, let's say, three artists to to work with, that's an R&B. Or, okay, no, two R&B artists, one hip-hop artist to do that, that formula, who would you work with? On one song? No, just oh. different songs. Okay. I don't know if this one, like, counts as R&B, but she's from I'll just say Yabba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's dope. She's dope. I didn't know she was white. Yeah, and from Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, people, people might think she's from the UK or something. That's what I thought yeah. she was from. Yeah. So she like that. Bro, she's yeah. from Memphis? Her name is Abby, but she was like... So she was out there. She's a T. Grizzly and shit? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I did not like that. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, is that her name for real? Yeah, Abby, yeah. Sorry. Wow. No, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's good. So definitely. Yeah. You tap 10, I see you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who Absolutely. else? Yeah, but, um, I really like Black. Oh, yeah. I really, really like Black. And then hip hop. Um, Jacob. Oh, well, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. You, you assigned a Jacob? What? What assigned a Jacob? No, she doesn't know what's going on, but <laughs> one of my friends just, like, came with it and the manager's switching, so. Oh, where? Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. That's, that's really good. That's, that's dope. Congrats to him. Congrats to him. <laughs> yeah, so that's my number one. I got a dream little hoodie on my car right now, which is sweet. Okay. Damn, man. I like that. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Okay. Um, what, uh, also, you have an event coming up that you perform at.
I want to uh, I want to kind of merge off a little bit. I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, I'm gonna ask you this question too, and I just want to hear y'all thoughts on it. So, how do y'all feel about um, <laughs> I like anticipation? <laughs> Got to keep guessing. But uh, how do y'all feel about um, men wearing skirts? That's what I like. That's what I like. <laughs> y'all gonna, gonna see where I'm going with this. Just roll with me. Roll with me. Let's see. Oh, kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um. That's so random. Like, 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 like artists or like. No, men. Men in general, artists. They can be a regular guy. Like, like Irishman. Irishman, yeah. It's guys my skirts. Um, and, and whatever makes them happy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's a nice fans, I like that, I like that. <laughs> Y'all been working with her. I see, I see. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm like, it's, I'm not a, I'm not gonna say I'm not a judgmental person, but I'm not really, I'm not really a judgmental person. Like, if I saw a guy with a skirt on, I was just looking like, mm. Interesting. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I just, I really, whatever you want to do, like, okay. Don't mess with me. Like, <laughs> I really don't be caring. <laughs> okay, real shit. What about you, Patrick? Hey man, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, bro. <laughs> hey, there be some, there be some, you know, some fashion guys out there, you know. Right. So they want to rock with it. Like, who am I to judge? You know, I say like, hey, if you clean, you clean, bro. You know, personally, I wouldn't. You know what? Right. <laughs> if, if that's your style, bro, you know, go yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. So the reason why I brought that up, right? It's because um, I feel the same way y'all feel about it. But, you know, I've heard also that, you know, a lot of people feel like that, um, that basically as a man, it's degrading to do that, basically. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like, why would you want to do that? That's very, that's like the most unmasculine thing, well, one of the most unmasculine things you could do. Uh -huh. And, you know, the way I viewed it was like, honestly, if a nigga walk out in a skirt, like, that nigga is... He's at a level, I, I wanted to achieve that. You know what I'm saying? Like, where it is, like, mental, like... Cause he's not worried about nobody, you know what I'm saying? Cause you, when you walk out, you know you're getting judgment, you're getting like ridiculed, all that shit. Um, so it's like more power to you. But I was having a conversation with somebody uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we happened to be kind of talking about that. And have y'all heard about like humiliation rituals and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. So okay. Right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so. Uh, she was kind of basically telling me about that where they have like almost in a sense where you know you think like okay when they say rituals you think of like okay I'm getting like my spell book and I'm getting like the uh, a lizard's tail and you know all that shit and put it in a bowl and mixing it up and like saying ooga booga and then like the magic will happen right yeah but like nah <laughs> but it's really like they were saying it's a ritual or saying like uh, say for instance um, like the uh, most recent person I can think of was like KK you know what I'm saying? Like, he's been wearing dresses more frequently and everything like that. And um, it's it's funny how some artists or people don't do that until you get to a certain level. Like, even when you think of people like um, like Martin, um, who else be doing that? Like, uh, Tyler Perry, you know? Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they do the cross-dress and stuff uh -huh. to elevate their career, you know? Uh -huh. And it's, as especially as, like, a black man, it's, again, you're degrading your masculinity by doing that. And so you're humiliating yourself in front of these, like, you know, quote-unquote white people and everything 
to elevate to the next status. And that's just it's like that's the ritual. Like, okay, in order for you to get to the next plateau, you gotta act a fool of yourself. So, with that being said, um, they're saying, you know, she's saying like people do that all the time, and she kind of tied in how that was what's going on with uh, the whole Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. Like that was humiliation ritual. Oh yeah. Like. Because I, I started looking, I was like, hmm, that kind of makes sense. You know, it's like, all right, you know, Will Smith hasn't had his Oscar in so long, but the night he gets one, he goes on stage and slaps his man in front of everybody on TV. And then, like, that's like a couple spots right before he gets his award and everything. Like, so it's like, would he have gotten an award if he didn't do that? What, did, what movie was it for again? Because I, I uh, don't know. King Richard. King Richard. It was King Richard. You want to know how. You know how I feel about that situation. Tell me how you feel. Ooh, I'm scared to say it. <laughs> hey, go crazy. Yeah. Hey, Shit at you. Like, but 
you know, it didn't, I felt like, okay, you had that, had the little whatever issue, it's calm, and then years later, that's when I feel like they probably ended it, but Jada was like, all right, this is too much. Um, and then that's when obviously the whole, you know, exposing everything. And I feel like that was probably the reason why, like, I don't know if y'all watched the, like, the Red Table Talk interview, but like, Will, he just seemed kind of fed up with the whole situation. That was so that man was throwing up every night. I would have been sick. Bro. Bro, like, come on. Like, any, uh, but he, you can only allow what happens to you. No, only people don't do what you, to you, what you allow. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he allowed that to happen. So, again, that's on him. But, he, um, he was, Oh, no, he was fed up because, again, he knew about the situation. He, and he, I feel like he'd been having that conversation saying, like, yo, like, this is not, this is not it. Let me do this. But, you know, to each his own, whatever makes him happy and everything. But, um, so, Mariah, what do you have coming up next? You mean, like, dropping? Or is it anything? Yeah. Other than all this stuff. Anything and everything. What you got? What like, schools is out here? Oh, yeah. Well, we actually... We just talked about this yesterday. Like, just um, trying to plan to get a lot of stuff done, especially in the summer. Um, oh, I have a... Oh, it's yeah, yeah. The remix? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I have a remix for Fantasy Girl coming out. Okay. Um, two of my uh, female friends who are also artists. One of them, she's pretty big in Dallas. And the other one is here. She signed to Domination Nation. Are you trying to spare with your music? Um, just who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody has their own preconceived notions of certain people before they meet them. So I just want to show them a little bit of me and my music. You know, just a girl who just likes to sing, likes to have fun, you know, just regular with her friends, family, you know, um, showing them how much I love doing what I'm doing with my music. And, um, for everything. So I want them to know that I hear my music, like I said. Just having fun. Making music after music after music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mostly what it is. So if it came if it came down to it and you had to relocate, um, would you relocate? Yeah. 
Yes, if you can't dump it, oh. it'll happen. <laughs> okay, and some people are like, I gotta stay in the city, gotta make it out of the city, you know? Okay. You're not trying to move on that shit. You're not trying to move on that shit. I'm going to move here. Take me with you. Wherever I got to go. I feel with. I feel with. Okay. And you also said that you've been singing your whole entire life. So what is your like earliest memory experience with music? And like what kind of started that? I don't want to say this is my earliest, this is probably like my most memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, she um, she used to have me watch like all these musicals growing up, like The Sound of Music, uh, The Wizard of Oz, The Wiz, um, stuff like that. And she used to have me like sing the songs from the movies here. So just basically mimicking all of like the music that I would hear from like Broadway or um, like she's having to sing Annie a lot. Okay. So, I think that's my most memorable. Just singing all of these, like, Broadway songs with my mom. I think that's why I got so much bravado in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely music. That's funny. Yeah. That's cool, though. That's cool. Would you do Broadway? Maybe someday. Yeah, she can't hit that. It definitely depends. Yeah, have you ever seen a song like that? Yeah, I've never seen it. Me either. I've but I've heard good things about it. See, that's everybody say like Hampton's oh, great. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I want to do hairspray. I want to do hairspray. I love hairspray. I do too. Uh, such a good <laughs> Me musical. too. Yeah. I was definitely doing hairspray. Like, what? What yeah. Negro, was Negro Day? Never? Negro Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. No, that's crazy. Okay. Um, and what? Uh, would you attend the Grammys? Do you believe in that? Yeah. I mean, I know, no, 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 it's like, I know it's like a whole uproar with it right now, and like, you know, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors and stuff with the artists and stuff, but like, I feel like most artists, that's their dream, to get a Grammy, yeah. to go to Grammys, you know? Niggas be lying saying, I don't want no Grammys. Yeah, like, fuck the Grammys, like, bro. you want that Grammy, I want the Grammy. Right. Everybody want I want that Grammy. I don't even make music. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you people that got like 30 Grammys, like, of course you're saying Grammys, you got 30 of them. Right. You don't care no more. Exactly. Yeah, those are the niggas saying, like, that's like Kanye weekend. Like, oh, I don't, people talk about Grammy, they still want that shit. It's like, but they also know that more than likely if they're dropping a project, they're going to get nominated for it. Yeah, for sure. So, I feel yeah. that. Okay. Um, mm, okay. Um, we're gonna have to wrap it up, we're running out of time. But again, um, thank you for coming out. Uh here the last thing we like to ask at the common interest is what are you interested and uninterested in? So what I'm interested in, I'm interested in um I guess uh new R and B. I'm definitely interested in that because I'm like where the sound is going, it's really dope. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely evolving at a I feel at a rapid pace. Because I feel like at one point in time, it's like it was a bunch of like different whisper girls coming out. Oh uh, my god, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you yeah. good. <laughs> you felt that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's definitely kind of stepping away from that now. So, yeah, it's whole. I, I had a whole, I'm sorry. Do I kill it? Yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I had a whole like conversation about that wave that used to really annoy me because it was like a whole like it was you know, these biracial girls coming out. Biracial. That used to, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. used to drive me crazy because we had girls like Tink and like Jasmine Sullivan who were like singing, singing. Right. And they were like, oh no, look at them. 
Georgia Smith over there. That's like, what I'm about to say. Like, Georgia's <laughs> cute. Like, she's, I like her music. I do. But, like, we, we, need to, we need to bring our girls back. We need to bring them to the house. The singers, like, yeah, that's what you're here for, though. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I feel like, at, at a while, I was like, that's probably why I didn't want to think I ain't saying this <laughs> I mean, yeah, you start whispering, because like, oh, this go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, but it's definitely, I'm glad that we're stepping away from that. Um, That's cool. Like, they're using their full voices again. Yeah. Um, What I'm uninterested in, I'm uninterested in uh, uh, people using, um, you know, just black culture as, like, a, another punch. I'm uninterested in that. I'm tired of that. Um, they use us as a stepping stone. They always give us, like, you know, as soon as something like you get in with the, the whole Will and Chris situation, it's like, this man's low-key kind of getting blackballed for that shit. And it's like, mm, yeah. people's been, people's been way worse. Like, Mark Wahlberg's an actual racist. Like, and it's, it's known. He's attacked people. Oh, my people. God. I talk about that all so funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Right. So, it's just like, it's, it's other things they be taken care of, like, Oh, like Kevin Spacey, he was like actually accused for sex and assaulting people, but they still let his stuff okay. play. Megan Fox was sexually assaulted since right. she was 15 years old by like Weinstein and, and Spielberg was with, like, you know, when it's, the, when it's them, it don't matter. Right, they just that kind of reinforced the whole like the black on black crime yeah. trope thing like that kind of reinforced that like yeah. oh they're always attacking each other it's like, oh. and it was worse because like they were on the media like i was disgusted seeing what happened and then you had like black comedians like i'm scared to do comedy shows now like oh my god Bro, i'm not serious i know for real like, I know for real. like they never had hecklers before like that's the same thing it's the same thing it's just that he actually got up on stage and actually got to touch exactly. him that, that and was, that's too Freaking A-list like, I'm sure nobody random is just gonna get up out the audience and kind of beat you up. Right. It hasn't happened before. He was talking about his wife. You know, like it's not like. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just, that sense has been driving me crazy lately. Yeah, no, I feel it. I feel it. So, uh, what are you interested in? Interested in? I'm interested. In... I'm interested in Jasmine Sullivan coming back into my Right. Getting she, her recognition on fire, getting her two Grammys. I was in fourth grade when she came out. And she's she's coming back and she's killing her. Okay, I was trying to do some math. Well, I'm, I'm like, like math. You good. I'm not gonna your age. I'm not gonna do that for you. That's weird. It was like the fourth or fifth. I, I just remember, I remember when I first heard her, her one uh, song that was. Was it, uh, what's one of those you got? Or the lion inside of the bear? No, it was, uh... Oh, that's somebody I didn't know. Meet you guys. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that song. That was, like, the first song that kind of yeah. got her on. Dang. That's a throwback. I'm not going to listen yeah. to that. Yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm sorry for her. Like, right. she really Because she got a Grammy, right? She got two. Mm. Mm-hmm. She deserves it. She, she does. Yeah, she really Hotels does. was something serious. Man. That would be great. Her writing on top of her, her voice. Oh, man. Her voice is ridiculous. Like, girl, what? Like, her That's range crazy. is just, oh, man. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uninterested. Uninterested. The gas prices. 
Hey. That's what's driving me insane. Dog. Say that shit. I get gas like every two days. Oh my like, god, it's ridiculous. Like today, I had to fill up, and it was like halfway between like a quarter and a half tank, and I spent thirty-five dollars. I was like, "Wow, that's so good!" And that's like that's usually what it takes to fill my tank up when it's like like a little under a quarter. And now I'm like, "Bro, it's ridiculous." I have to get gas after this. I'm so mad. Are you supposed to get gas on this late? I have to. I got to. <laughs> I know, that's annoying. Whoa, what you doing? You put your no, 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 but yeah, man. Um, thanks again for stopping by. Appreciate you stopping by too, Patrick. Um, want, let them know where they can follow you and get your music and everything. Um, so my Instagram is Mariah Nicole M A R I H N A Y C O L E. It's spelled Nicole, but it's pronounced Nicole. Um, it's really it's the same on every platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Um, and my music is also on every platform. Um, same thing, Mariah Nicole. I'm, I'm sure you're gonna know who I am when you see me. And I'm the only one that's gonna pop up. So, it's me, Fantasy Girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you heard her. Tune in, uh, tap in, uh, go stream Fantasy Girl and the rest of her projects, um, her music out. Um, follow her. Also, follow us at the Common Interest Productions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share to a friend, tell your mama, daddy, uncle, cousin, all them people, everybody you know. And yeah, uh, once again, stay consistent with your vision because we're blessed with another day of the mission. Thanks for tuning in. We are the... the yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Let's get it. So, 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 so.